Hey guys, welcome to my podcast, Unspoken Logos. Here we have open and honest conversations on subjects that the church is not willing to talk about. From topics such as Christian dating, deliverance, angels, demons, hell, sex, we talk about it all. So keep listening to hear what's coming up on today's conversation. Hey guys and welcome back to my podcast Unspoken Logos. I hope you guys are doing well. If I've never met you before, if you've never heard one of my episodes before, then my name is Sophie and I'm the host of this podcast and this is episode number nine, which is amazing. Praise God that we've got this far, but I do have to apologize because last week, if you listened to the episode. I took a long time away from this and just really felt the Lord through conviction and through other people as well just to come back and complete all 10 episodes of the podcast because that is what God has commanded me to do and so we have to be obedient with what the Lord has given us. Anyway, I haven't recorded in a very long time and so I thought I'm going to do an episode on how to hear the voice of God and make it really practical so I recorded the whole episode, edited the whole episode and then realised when I uploaded that the previous episode, so episode 7 was how to hear the voice of God. So really it was just how to hear the voice of God part 2 because I just couldn't record another episode in time and I'd edited it and everything. So it went up so you can check those podcasts out. I'm really excited about what we're going to be talking about today. It's going to be a really vulnerable episode for myself but I think it's a topic that really needs to be spoken about in the Christian community. I honestly believe that so many people need to hear this topic and so many people need to start discussing it in small groups in their church community with other Christian and believers as well and that there shouldn't be any shame or any condemnation for anyone else who has been or who has had a similar story to me or anyone who struggles with anything that we're going to be talking about today. So you probably know the name of the episode already but this is Sex Before Marriage and this is why I didn't wait and why I should have waited. So like I said it's going to be a very very vulnerable and open conversation but I know that I'm going to talk about what I would have wanted to hear that could have saved me from parts of my journey if truth had been spoken or if this conversation had been spoken widely in the Christian community because when God told me to do this podcast he told me that he wanted to break down the barriers and the stigma that is surrounding these subjects because when do you go to church and hear a sermon about sex and why sex should be kept in the covenant of marriage between one man and one woman and you just don't and if you're not reading your bible then honestly I don't know where you're getting any of your information from because it's just not talked about and praise god that there are some men and women of god out there who do talk on the matter but really there just is not enough at all so I'm so pleased that god has put this on my heart to talk about this subject and like I said I have zero shame, I have zero condemnation about my past. I'm not proud of my past at all. Would I want it to have been changed? Well, yes, because I made a lot of bad decisions. However, it's my story, it's part of my testimony of how I came to God. And so, yeah, I'm just going to be super open and super honest and just pray that this helps someone that might be going through this or someone who has a past or 
even just someone who's been stuck in the church and knows that sex before marriage is wrong but doesn't understand why or just feels like it's a lot of legalistic rules which is what I thought. So that was a long introduction but I think we're just going to jump right in to the first point and the first point that I want to talk about is why did I not wait? So I know I've touched a little bit in previous episodes. I don't think I've shared my full testimony, but I was brought up with a religious background. And so I knew I'd been told the Ten Commandments. And so I knew that like sex before marriage was a sin. And if you did that, God hated you and you were going to hell. And I honestly just think that that is such a kind of popular opinion that if you asked a young Christian about sex before marriage they would say it's wrong you should wait until you get married and if you ask why they probably don't have an answer they probably just say because it's in the bible or something like that which is fine it is in the bible but you seriously do need an understanding of just why sex is so pure and why it's so holy why it's created by god to be kept in a covenant between two people not between three people four people five people or anyone else that you see in the street walking about or anyone you have feelings towards no it's just such a beautiful and pure thing that we have totally neglected and totally allowed society to see as casual sex is not casual like I just want to say that right now sex is not casual and it is disgusting the fact that society has made sex casual And so to get back to my point, why did I not wait? So I'll just go through some of the reasons as well, I guess, that I didn't really understand what sex was. And I know that sounds weird, so let me just explain it a bit. But when I was in relationships or when I was um, sleeping about, I didn't understand what sex was. I had such a messed up view that sex was a transaction from my experiences I believed that I had to give something in order to gain something back from the other person and for me personally in my mindset and in my completely distorted view of sex I believed that I had to give my body and my intimacy in order to gain that person's attraction in order for them to continue to be with me in order for them to accept me and to like me and so I had such a messed up view of what sex was I honestly just thought it was casual I did not think that there was anything to it I guess a lot of people say some people believe that sex is love and sex is not love at all sex is a part of our relationship but it's not love at all it's a way that you can show love and intimacy but sex can be so distorted and love itself is not sex and I think that's just important to communicate and just get across as well so honestly for me it was a transaction and since I've been saved having to try and get rid of that mindset and actually realize how beautiful and how pure sex is and that it's a gift from God has been difficult because, like I said, the resources out there are not great. And I love reading, so I really wanted some books. And I remember asking a bunch of people for recommendations and not many people had ones. And I guess 
a lot of the books that I did look up were for married couples and so there's just no one really out there who is speaking to people who have had a messed up view from their past and I think that's really sad but praise God you know he has I read my Bible and so I get my information from the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is just teaching me and yeah just really bringing my mind back to what sex looks like and I'm sure I'll discover more of that once I'm in a relationship because I am single just now happy single staying single until I meet my husband God's got that one guy for me that's who I'm waiting for and so yeah that's one of the reasons that I didn't wait another one is what I'm going to say and I'm, I'm not putting it all down to this but there is so much peer pressure that when you're in the world and you're not in God that the peer pressure and just the society culture that makes it normal like it is so normal in the world to just go out meet someone have sex with them and never speak to them again it is crazy but it is so so normal and it happens every single day every single night especially with dating apps I think it's probably increased even more you know dating apps like tinder and I don't know any other dating apps but dating apps like that that are really just pushing one night stands and really allowing all this demonic doctrine and people just it's such a bad cycle and and just putting people's worth so far down that it's like modern day prostitution and I don't like to say that and I feel crazy saying that but you know what at the end of the day it might sound harsh but I guess it is it's modern day prostitution to go on your phone to hook up with someone and then go home you might not be getting paid but you know prostitution without money is probably still prostitution and so yeah I would say that it was just so normal in the society and the culture that I was around as well. And really, ultimately, I just had a deep void. I had such a deep void because I didn't have Jesus. I put all my worth in men and put all my worth in my body. And so that involved having sex out with marriage. And so really, it all comes down to that deep void that we know if you don't have Jesus, you have a big void and you're searching for something and looking for something and all these different avenues to try and find purpose and you'll never find purpose until you find Jesus. And that is the truth and that is the gospel. I want to mention something else, which I think is so important, is that I had no realm or thought process of the spiritual what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say I did not have any idea what I was truly getting into in terms of the spiritual realm. So in terms of spiritual spouses and soul ties, I had no idea that existed. I didn't really believe in any of that stuff when I wasn't saved. Didn't really think about it. And now that I am saved and have my spiritual eyes open, I can just see how difficult it is with soul ties. Like you can break soul ties off, but you have to keep going on a journey with your thoughts and with your emotions and trying to not suppress them but well yes not suppress them but deny them and make them obedient to Jesus and that's been a very difficult and hard journey for me where your thoughts can just be all-consuming. If you don't know what a spirit spouse is because I didn't either then I I'm not going to talk about them because I've never had experience with spirit spices. So I'm just going to direct you to um, 
a preacher pastor who is called Mike Signoli. Mike Signoli. He, I don't, I've never listened to his stuff, so um, use your discernment. But I do know that he works alongside a lot of the other pastors and preachers that I have listened to in the past, and he's very popular as well. He actually has a blog on spiritual spices and a YouTube video that you can check out as well. If you don't know what a soul tie is, I have a full podcast on that. So you can just listen to that because we're not going to go into that today because we're going to move on to point two about why I didn't wait and really it all comes back to understanding God's holiness. And unless you have the Holy Spirit residing within you, you're not going to understand God's holiness at all. And even people who are saved, I feel like there is such a lack of the fear of God, which also brings about holiness and reverence for his name. And I love, I love so much the holiness of God's. I just think it is amazing and there is something so fascinating about how holy and how pure God is. And purity in sex and in marriage is so important because you have to honour one another's body, you have to honour one another's boundaries when you're dating and you have to just honour one another through the act of sex as well. And so it all comes back to purity. God made us for one person and one person only. And I heard this once, so I'm going to say this, that marriage, to be married, you know, if you look back in the Old Testament, they didn't have wedding ceremonies like they does in the New Testament, but in like the Old Old Testament, there was no wedding ceremony. So I heard someone say this once, they said, marriage is the act of consecration. So marriage is when you have sex and they turn around and they said to the viewers, they said, how many people have you been married to? And I felt so sick. Like I was saved at this point, but I'd never heard anyone speak about it like this. And I just felt so sick because I have a past and I have had sexual intercourse with many people and it just made me feel physically sick. And I just repented, even though I had been I had repented and I've been saved and I've been washed clean. I just felt so grieved that I had done that and I had dishonoured God so much and praise God we serve a loving and kind and gracious God who doesn't even remember our sins when we ask for forgiveness he forgets about them and actually bringing them back up is not a good thing but I just felt such deep conviction and repentance and just sadness over the way that I had just dishonoured God so much through a lot of my life and a lot of areas in my life as well and I just want to say this as well that when we look at the New Testament, we obviously, Jesus always judges on your heart posture. And we can take the verse where he says, if you look at a woman lustfully, then you have committed adultery in your heart. And that is crazy. That is so strong. And so I just want to say that maybe you haven't committed the act of sexual sin in terms of the physical act. But if you have had fantasies, if you have had lustful thoughts you have committed adultery in your heart and that is huge it's all about our heart posture and don't feel shame or condemnation just bring it to the lord and ask him to wash you clean ask him to just continually take your thoughts and make them obedient to christ and so things like pornography and lust masturbation are all sexual sins so we're not just talking about 
physically sexual sin we have to talk about this as well because this is going on this is mainstream in our culture and it's just not talked about whatsoever i want to move on to the next point more about what has affected me since i made the decision so i just want to clear up since i got saved coming up for four years i decided to abstain from sex and re-wait for marriage and a lot of people have a lot of opinions on this and honestly I, I don't really care what people's opinions are because I know what my father has said to me and I have such a close relationship with God that I know that I am washed clean that if anyone is in Christ he is a new creation behold the old is gone the new is here and so I know a hundred percent certainty that I'm basically a virgin again And I know people have a problem with that and people's religious spirits have a problem with that and people who don't walk close enough to God have a problem with that and that's okay because hopefully you'll receive deliverance soon. And I don't mean to be be harsh or anything but I just know that there's a lot of people out there who get so annoyed at people who say they're re-waiting because they're still digging up those people's past. And who are we? Who are we to bring up someone's past into their present no we're just not God doesn't do that so why should we do that and so just concern yourself with yourself in your own race run your own race run with God and just keep yourself concerned with what you're doing so I just want to touch on the things that I have struggled with since I have made the decision to re-wait for marriage first one I would say is definitely getting full deliverance from the spirit of lust I think I didn't realize how much it was affecting me I guess what's normal to you is what you perceive as normal if that makes sense and so my thought life has been so consumed like so consumed and so having to take thoughts captive and pushing them down and declaring things sometimes it's so mentally exhausting And I just want to give all glory and praise to God because I have not struggled in terms of, you know, wanting to have sex again or to be sexually active because I have prayed that my heart would be, would not fall in love until the set time. I think it's in Proverbs where it talks about that, but there's a really good prayer about keeping your heart and not allowing it to fall in love until the set and proper time. And so I haven't really struggled with anything like that, to be honest with you. And so... Just the deliverance, the post-Jesus deliverance has been difficult, but I praise the Lord that every single day he is renewing my mind. If I allow him to renew my mind and allow the Holy Spirit to renew my mind, then he is working that through me. And I know when I meet my husband, it will be in God's good and perfect timing when we are both ready. I also want to say that soul ties will be connected to your life if you have had sex. So it's so important to break them off. Praise God didn't have a clue what a soul tie was went to a prophetic appointment where someone prophesied over me they said the word soul tie they broke it off me and then I discovered what soul ties were so you need to break any soul ties connected with your life I've now been going for the journey like I said about reteaching my mind and my thoughts about the reality and beauty of sex kept in a marriage covenant also having to trust men again I mean, if I'm being really honest, I don't really have that many men close relationships with men in my life just now. Um, So I just know that building that trust back up and actually the perception I had of men having to kind of change that because, yes, there are some men out there that are 
just after one thing that are very I don't want to start saying stuff because women are as well but having to rethink the way that I viewed men and also finding confidence in Christ as my identity and not my body has also been a walk that I've been going through as well but just want to give all praise to God because I'm doing good the Lord has been faithful and he will continue to be faithful until the work is complete so the last point I want to just make before we round this up is just some points that I would love for you guys as listeners to just take on board and to really just steward going forward and the first one would be to talk about sex I think it's so important to talk about sex with your church, with your friends, if you're in a youth group, a small group, whatever that looks like, don't be afraid to talk about sex. And I mean talking about it in a healthy way, talking about it if you have struggles, if you have questions, talking about it so that it can be an open conversation that can be had about sex and Christianity and sex in a godly relationship. I also want to say that sex is just as dangerous as drugs and alcohol and that is something that is not said either because people can get addicted to sex, people can go down this avenue of like I said before pornography and masturbation that is just not talked about at all and so there is such a danger towards sex when it is not stewarded or done in the right setting or with the right motives. I also would say another tip would be to gain knowledge and insight into healthy Christian married couples or healthy Christian relationships and that can be hard because I think you have to be quite close to people in order to ask those questions but it should definitely be a subject where you can gain wisdom and knowledge from people who have already walked through that and gone through that and like I said we're trying to break down these barriers so that these conversations are not awkward and so that we can have them as open and as personal and as truthful as possible. I also think that a lot of people are driven to sex or into relationships because they have a void of loneliness and I think loneliness is extremely difficult. I think so many people struggle with loneliness but will not open up about it And many Christians, many young Christians struggle with loneliness before they have a true foundation in Jesus. And that's why they are driven to find a partner in order to fill that void. Still a void. When we're in Jesus, we can still have things that we struggle with. If we don't address them, they will grow roots and they will be so hard to get past. We'll have a shaky foundation, basically. I also want to encourage people to just be so confident in your purity to be holy in the sight of God and not to care what other people think because when you live in a society where casual sex is not only accepted but also celebrated to an extent I think that being pure and keeping your purity can be so difficult but I think that you have to be confident in that and celebrate that that yes you may be the only one in your school and your university and your job but praise God like praise God that you're setting such an example for people in the world and God will be glorified for that and so I want you to be so confident in the purity that you have and that you will continue to have because God values and rewards those who wait and trust him and that is so important as well. We don't do it because God rewards us or but because we love God. We do it because we love God and we honour God and we want to honour future husbands or wives, spouses as well. So they're kind of the tips that I would give you. They're tips that I definitely am walking in right now as well. And so I just want to thank you guys so much for listening. Like I said, it is a vulnerable episode, but I don't have any shame. 
don't have any condemnation like I said I've been washed clean from the inside out and so I just really think it's important to start this conversation and I just pray that me being open about it will help other people be open about it and so that we can have more open conversations within the Christian community as a whole. So next episode is episode 10 which is going to be my last episode for a while anyway and so thank you so much for anyone who's listened to all these episodes or listened to this one and maybe hasn't checked out the other ones. I'm actually not on social media right now. I've not been on social media for about two months, maybe two and a half months now. So I do ha- still have links if I do go back on it. But right now I'm just in such a season where I'm just getting so close to God and just focusing on other things as well. So social media can be a distraction for people. It can be an idol for other people. And so for me, I just don't want social media right now. And I'm so happy with that decision. So the only place you'll really catch me right now is on these podcast episodes so like I said episode 9 is this episode and episode 10 the final episode will hopefully be up next week I'm going to declare it so that it does happen it will be up following week following Wednesday every single Wednesday try to get an episode up for you guys but there will be a break after that as well so thank you so much for listening I hope you guys have an amazing week and take care and as always God bless Thank you so much for staying tuned and listening to my podcast. If you want to find out more about me and more about what I'm up to, then please check out my social media links in the description of this video. And I can't wait to have you guys for the next podcast.